Underwriting deals is such a major pain point for people. Most don't want to do it, and the people that are good at it are few and far between. That is why after six years of being in the industry and buying over 1,200 apartments, using my best-selling multifamily deal analyzer, I created Real Estate Lab, a full suite acquisition software for multifamily investors. We have built a product that helps investors automate their acquisitions and close more deals all in a cloud-based platform. You can go to realestatelab.com and sign up today using the promo code TAG2 for 10% off your first 12 months. This is David Tupin. Thanks for listening. People are wrong. So with that being conservative in our underwriting, coming in with extra operating reserves, if things go south, do you have money to pay your bills? Just being generally conservative. And if you do all of those things, you're likely to be in a good position. Welcome to The Apartment Guys, where we dive deep into all things multifamily investing. Our mission is to educate, inspire, and empower real estate investors to reach their highest potential. Each week, host Tate Seamer interviews high-level guests from all over the industry who are sure to bring valuable, actionable ideas that will propel your career to the next level. Whether you're just starting out or a seasoned investor, you are in the right place. And now your host, the apartment guy, Tate Seamer. Welcome everybody back. Another episode of The Apartment Gurus coming at you right now with myself, Tate Seamer, and the one and only Chelsea Garber. Chelsea, how are you? I'm doing fabulous. Just got back from Dealmaker Live in Dallas and excited to have been there with some of our colleagues, friends, although you were a bit under the weather. I yeah, I sat, this, I sat that one out totally. <laughs> hopefully rep- represented Team, team Greenlight well. Yeah. So Dealmaker Live is a, is a national conference that happens every year. Michael Blanc puts it on. We have no official affiliation with Mr. Blanc or his programs or anything, but we do love this particular conference. Chelsea and I met at this particular conference in 2019. So big things can happen when you go to these conferences. And listeners, if you haven't been to a national conference, whether it's Dealmaker Live or Jake and Gino's multifamily mastery, which happens in November, I believe this year, or Joe Fairless's best ever conference. Rod Cleef has a conference at least once a year. These are when you've got hundreds of people in the room that are you know, looking to sync up on deals, on capital, on networking, on resources, like it's powerful and it can really move the needle. Like I always say in your business, and you know, make a big difference and make a big impact in in your business. And Chelsea wouldn't be here. We'd probably would have met along the way somewhere, and who knows what would have happened. But if it hadn't been for us both being at a conference and both paying whatever however many hundred of dollars or whatever it costs to be at the conference and to fly there and the hotel and everything else, like look what happens. So, so Chelsea got to. Uh, actually attend the conference that we went to. I, however, was incapacitated in my room due to some yucky flu bug that came around, but 100% better now. And Chelsea held the fort down for us. And from what it what it seems like, you did an amazing job representing Greenlight and, and networking, Chelsea. Yeah, no, it was um, great. And of course, we all, all missed you. Uh, there was definitely some some takeaways from this one. And, and it was really, I think the best part for, for myself was getting to network with 
not just the other syndicators that we know and like, but meeting new people and, you know, talking about, I think, what our topic's going to be today is what are some of the trials and tribulations about getting deals done in the current conditions of our market. So we shared a lot of stories and, you know, things that were working or not working. And there was definitely a, a general theme that was going on. So I'll, I'll be excited to you know talk with you and, and have our audience uh, hear a little bit more what's going on, not only at Greenlight, but I think on a, you know, a national level right now. Yeah. So that's a great segue into today's topic, so to speak. And really it's, it's what everybody's talking about, trying to navigate, trying to negotiate through. And that's the, basically the challenge of doing deals in the current environment, which is quite different than it was two to three months ago, even. You know, we're recording this on June 6th of 2022. And depending on when you're listening to this, things may have changed even more, probably have. But up till now, we've experienced a, a huge spike in interest rates across most of the programs that, you know, whether it's agency, bank loans, life insurance loans, et cetera, bridge loans, bridge programs. We've seen the the cost of that debt really spike to the point that it prohibits doing some of the deals that otherwise would have been good deals, say four months ago. In addition, you know, lenders are pulling back on it on leverage on how much they're willing to lend against the purchase of properties. So you're having to go out and raise more equity, which is more expensive than debt, of course. So that changes your metrics on whether a deal is going to be doable or not. And then you've got kind of like the risk, so to speak, of looking ahead at uncertainty really in the market. Like we're pretty sure that the Fed's going to raise interest rates a handful more times at least this year. So we underwrite that into any scenario that we're looking at. And you know, there's geopolitical factors that total like Nobody has a crystal ball on on some of the political and international relations that whether it's Russia or the price of oil due to Russia, like all of those things are uncertain right now. And there's a fair amount of I don't want to say anxiety, but it's definitely a very different, say, morale in the industry than it was like six months ago. Wouldn't you say, Chels? Yeah, I would agree. I would also say that. You know, the overlying theme at the conference was, of course, the topics of conversation are interest rates and is there a recession? And of those topics, the bottom line was that multifamily, everybody has said it across the board and the conferences we've been to, not just this one, multifamily is still going to be the best asset to invest in regardless. And we know this, we, we say it all the time. It's not recession proof, but it is resistant. It's also a hedge against deflation. So putting money in apartments, uh, people are always going to need a place to live. And with inflation, we're locking in fixed debt. So there's a lot of pluses and, you know, a lot of the people that were at this conference, they've been through multiple recessions and to see interest rates, they said, if you're still seeing an interest rate in a single digit, everything's okay. You, know, <laughs> you ask your parents, or your grandparents who you know, bought a house or building it in the teens, that, that I think is an issue. So this is a shift in how we're looking at opportunities. It is by no means like doomsday. Right. So w- with a lot of 
negativity and skepticism about what's going on. I think that if we remain positive and focus on some of the key takeaways are, okay, we know that there is uncertainty, rates are going to continue to go up, right? So what can you do? You can lock in fixed long-term debt, number one. I think the days of doing bridge loans with floating rates are a thing of the past, or at least for now, they're of the past. That is simply because with a bridge loan, you're oftentimes have a floating rate and rate caps, which we used to be able to buy. And we did at our company last year, you know, paid $20,000 for a rate cap is now half a million dollars for a rate cap. So it still does not provide a level of comfort or certainty that you can really stress test a deal, but it's likely going to break that opportunity. Um, So fixed long-term debt, I say is, you know, that's huge takeaway. And that's what we're at Greenlight focusing on for all of our acquisitions. And the other being, okay, there might be a recession on the horizon. Nobody has a crystal ball, right? As you've mentioned, we don't know what's going to happen, but we can be more conservative going in to the next 12 to 18 months. And not only at this conference, but also at other conferences, we have been a lot of the people, you know, top speakers and leaders at, you know, financial investment firms, CBRE have all said they predict, and again, this is a prediction that whatever is in our coming at us is likely going to not be a total pitfall, but people are wrong. So with that being conservative in our underwriting, coming in with extra operating reserves, you know, if, if things do go South, do you have money to pay your bills? Just being generally conservative. And if you do all of those things, you're likely to be in a, in a good position. I think the people who are going to get in trouble in this industry are the ones who have just continued to be extremely bullish because things have changed. So we at Greenlight certainly are looking at things differently. And I know other syndicators are as well. Yeah. Yeah. And my view on this has been pretty heavily informed by Neil Bawa, who's a friend of us and friend of the show. He's been on the show at least twice. And he just did a webinar on this. And and actually, listeners, if you don't know who Neil is, you really should connect with him. Again, no official affiliation. I'm just kind of giving him a shout out. But if you want to check him out, go to multifamilyu.com and multifamily, the letter U.com. And he's got a wealth of, he's got a library of webinars and resources and go and watch the replay of this webinar that I just watched, which I would highly recommend. And it's about inflation, rising interest rates, and you know, are we headed for a recession? Like this whole conversation. And one of the things I love about Neil, he's, first of all, he's very data-driven. He's very analytical which I think is especially important right now. But he's also not afraid to make predictions and he'll just come out and tell you exactly what he thinks is going to happen. And long story short, in a nutshell, he he feels like we're going to go through these interest rate hikes the rest of the year, like the Fed's basically already indicated they're they're going to do. That will put us into a recession, probably like the six month, six months from now to 12 months from now, kind of time frame, And in his words, it will be a vanilla recession. And, and if you look back over the, the last 200 years or so, that's typically a, you know, a recession that maybe lasts six months to a year. And, and it's not, it's not unpainful. Like there's, it's a recession, right? So 
it's not fun for anybody typically, but it's also some, it's a situation where the Fed will respond by starting to drop interest rates again. And I feel like we're looking at, you know, at most a three, four year cycle, maybe, and maybe that's a lot longer than will actually happen before we start to see like the beginning of the next growth cycle, ideally. And Neil knows a lot more than I do. He's, he's a true guru and uh, very well researched. So I, I will kind of defer to him, but he'll be the first one to tell you that, you know, he got it wrong with COVID, like as did everybody else. And beginning of COVID, everybody thought that, that that was the doomsday event, right? That that was going to bring the economy down and housing and everything else. And instead we had the best year ever in multifamily and single family, no matter how you, how you break it down, the metrics were off the charts. So nobody got that right. And there's a lot of variables, right? There's a lot of moving parts to all this. So I'll just kind of give you guys my view of what, what there is to do right now. Now, some people are just sitting this out. I had Salvatore Buscemi's coming up on the podcast in a, in a couple episodes. I just recorded that episode this morning. And his group's just not underwriting deals right now until they figure out how many interest rate hikes there actually will be. And that's perfectly valid. Like that's a strategy. He's doing a lot of other stuff with the money, like hard money loans and whatnot. So he's got some options. What we're doing at Greenlight is we've shifted from value add class C projects that typically are bridge loan scenarios, often are bridge loan scenarios, to very light value add, if any value add, class A deals in highly desirable class A plus neighborhoods in a market that we that we can show is recession like kind of shockproof in the Columbus, Ohio market. And there's a few reasons for that. The infrastructure of the state governments there, the Ohio State Universities there, hospitals, there's a lot of like economic foundational pieces in Columbus that keep it healthy, relatively speaking when the country goes through a downturn or a recession. And this is like the most important thing I think to convey in today's podcast is we are not doing, we're not underwriting three to five year models right now. In fact, we're underwriting like five to 10 year models, sometimes seven. And we're really looking at like, is this a good deal over the next seven to 10 years? Right. And I think our investors are excited and should be excited about that because it means that they're going to be number one, their money is going to be hedged against inflation through this inflationary period. It's going to keep great value in cash flowing real estate. They're going to get a preferred return through whatever we go through. We're going to be well into the next cycle, predictably, hopefully by seven years out. So to me, that's what helps me sleep at night like with all the uncertainty is knowing that we're getting into good solid long-term deals in great assets and great markets and we're not banking on a whole lot of lift in terms of value add at all and we're really just banking on keeping up with the market right Charles yeah definitely and i think you know having multiple exit strategies this is right. a time where you just don't look at anything 
you know, in, with one lens, there's multiple right. ways to do, you know, to do these deals and the That's exit right. strategy is extremely important. Um, and of course now, especially now that we're moving out of the bridge debt, I think I agree with you, Tate, that from an investment as a passive investor, that this is actually a great opportunity to, to really make solid investments in, right. in something that's going to have much more certainty around it than we always say the stock. Clearly nobody's investing, you know, you could buy the stocks at a downturn, but right. for those who own stocks are not enjoying watching their, their stocks plummet 30, 40 plus percent. So right. to real estate will continue to grow and thrive and all the gurus at these conferences, particularly this last weekend, the millennials, generation Z, People are putting off, continuing to put off home ownership. It's not attainable. It's not affordable. With interest rates going up, they're, you know, the pool of renters is going to just continue to increase. Right. Um, so it's great. And actually, Columbus was on the list, was, was excited to see one of the key metrics they pointed out was what states are business friendly. And look at this when you're looking as a, not only an active investor, but a passive investor, right. where, where is it a good place to do business and um, diverse business? You want to be investing in areas that have, you know, not, are not just reliant on one specific market like oil or gas or right. healthcare. It should be a mix of things and cities that give incentives to businesses to come and grow are, are typically where places where people want to live and where companies are building establishments and a good places to invest. So, so definitely, I think as an active investor, you know, get really clear on your market and how what your market's going to look like, not just during the good times, but potentially during the bad times. And yeah, that I think you know, it's not it's not all bad. <laughs> it's like right. at the end of the day, like there's opportunity everywhere, and we're yeah. we're more than happy to see people sit on the sidelines. We're putting together some of our best deals that we're going to do yet, and we're really excited about them. Yeah, and people make fortunes in up economies, and flat economies, and in down economies. That's that's just reality, and. You just got to be as obviously as smart as you can be and as strategic as you can be and as well informed as you can be. And this is investing. Like, you know, there's an inherent risk in investing, right? And it's because we don't have a crystal ball and we can't tell the future, but we can do the very best that we can to mitigate the risk of all these, you know, some of these moving parts that we've spoken to. So if you guys, want to continue this conversation with us and want kind of more of an even an inside look into what we're doing and how we're doing it. Again, I we always mention this on the show. My Calendly link's available on our website, which is investwithgreenlight.com. You're welcome to book a consultation with me, no strings attached. Just kind of like, we'll just talk about where you are and what you're doing and what you can be doing. And it, I can answer any questions that you might have. And that's one really good way of kind of taking the ball and running with it from this episode. The other thing that, that Sal Buscemi said this, this morning on when I asked him really like, you know, what would you say to those of us that are looking to continue to do business? What are, what, you know, kind of what's the most important thing? And, it, and it, you know, he brought it right back to relationships. This is like a relationship game. It really is. This is not a transact. Like real estate is not transactional. It's, it's relational, right? And by that, I mean, especially in commercial, almost everybody that we deal with 
we're in long-term relationships with, like and our investors, our brokers, our property managers, et cetera. We're in the long game and we want to bring everybody along. We want everybody to be successful with us as a result of what Greenlight's doing and, and has been doing. So Chelsea, you have any kind of final parting words on what we're doing here at Greenlight and mitigating risk and whatnot? No, I think that kind of summed it up. I, I will mention you know, another takeaway from the event, coming back to the relationship side of the business. We're always looking as syndicators, how do we get the deal done, right? And there's multiple ways to get a deal done. You can do it you know, within your team, co-GPs. There's all sorts of different partnerships. And the importance of vetting your partners and getting to know them, this is not, let's all raise capital and get a deal done. Like You're going to be making really big decisions with these people and you want to make sure your values are aligned you know how are you going to work with your with each other do you set up meetings weekly how what's the level of involvement and you know we've been really lucky at greenlight to have partners who are aligned and are very much involved with you know not necessarily the day-to-day operations but they're coming to meetings and we're collaborating together to come up with answers to problems. And I think that's really important because I've heard lots of stories that there's some people, you know, they might come and bring money and get a piece of the pie and you don't really see them and, and ask better questions, ask better questions as a GP, as an LP. Now is the time to dig, I think, a little bit deeper as things are changing. Mm-hmm. And you want to really know people are, how's the sponsor underwriting the deal or who's that partner and what's their level of involvement going to be and you know holding people accountable to that so just you know my takeaway would be you know ask good questions yeah that's a great that's a great one that's a we'll we'll end it on that asking great questions so hope you guys have enjoyed this chelsea and i are trying to bring something a little different to the podcast we're doing these weekly episodes that are maybe uh, a little shorter. They're just between, generally between Chelsea and myself. Although I think there's going to be some really cool co-hosting opportunities with some of our guests coming up here soon. But nonetheless, we're super grateful to have you as listeners. You know, again, I'll just, I'll kind of do my weekly reminder that you guys are doing the right stuff. Like, you know, if if you're if you're really taking this stuff in and absorbing it, and then taking the actionable tips like go to conferences, like hire a coach, network and find partners and align with partners, all that stuff. That's where this business happens. And that's where your success is going to happen. So kind of keep doing what you're doing. And if you need to do more, you probably know that. So do more. (laughs) But uh, on that note, we'll leave it there, Chels. Thanks for another great episode here. And thank you listeners for uh, listening to another one. We'll catch you next week. Take care, everybody. This episode of The Apartment Guys is being brought to you by Greenlight Equity Group. Greenlight Equity Group acquires and operates cash-flowing multifamily assets in progressive metropolitan markets such as Salt Lake City, Idaho, San Antonio, Oklahoma City, and Columbus, Ohio. Greenlight targets consistent solid returns for its investors and a healthy environment for residents by operating high-quality, safe, clean, affordable apartment communities. To learn more about Greenlight and to sign up for the investor list, go to www.glequitygroup.com. Thanks for listening to The Apartment Guys with Tate Seymour. Tate and friends are grateful to have you as a loyal listener. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe, rate, review, and share with friends on your Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, or any other podcast platform. 
Also, check out Tate's YouTube channel for videos of many of these episodes and more. Until next time, take massive action steps and rock on.